Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Wisconsin School of Business MBA and Master's Programs podcast. By sharing engaging stories from current students, faculty, and alumni, this podcast gives prospective students an inside look at the MBA and Business Master's Programs at Wisconsin. My name is Libby Gartland, and I'm the Recruitment Manager for the Master's Programs, and I'm a member of the MBA and Master's Admissions team. Today, I am joined by James Cox, second-year Wisconsin MBA student specializing in strategic human resource management and special operations veteran of the United States Army. James served as a psychological operations team sergeant for four years. During this episode, James is going to discuss his experience as a veteran in the Wisconsin full-time MBA program and about the veteran community on the UW-Madison campus. Thank you for your service, James, and for joining me for this podcast episode. Well, thank you so much for having me, Libby. really appreciate it. Happy to be here. How about you start off by telling me about your experience and career trajectory before joining the MBA program, including your time in the military? Certainly. Uh, well, I'll start off by saying I was born in Green Bay, Wisconsin. However, I am not a Packers fan. Um, Got to be careful who I tell that to, but I guess the cat's out of the bag now. Um, I'm a 49ers fan, but uh, I can expound on that later um, if you would like. Uh, but I grew up in West Salem, Wisconsin which is a small town on the west side. Uh, people might be more familiar with La Crosse, Wisconsin. Um, there's the UW uh, campus over there. So I went to high school in La Crosse. Um, and after um, I went to college at St. Norbert College in De Pere, Wisconsin, I decided to pursue a master's in clinical social work at the University of St. Thomas in St. Paul, Minnesota. Um, there I worked for a nonprofit organization called Radius Health. Um, at the time, it was called South Metro Human Services. Worked there for about four and a half years, primarily with adult males diagnosed with schizophrenia. Um, you know, that work was really rewarding. It was a great organization, um, but there's no cure for serious and persistent mental illnesses like schizophrenia. And so over time, it was just kind of difficult to watch my clients' symptoms progress. And um, after four and a half years, I decided to take a step back from that role and uh, see what else I could do in terms of a career. Um, I was 26 at the time, and I had thought about the military since I was in high school. And so I thought, what better time than now? I don't want to get too old. I know there's a lot of uh, you know physical activity associated with the military. Um, but one of my biggest inspirations for joining was my grandpa. Um, he's a World War II veteran. He was in the Navy. Um, I obviously didn't join the Navy, but uh, I, I looked into the military and found a, a good spot with the Army. Um, when I met with the recruiter, I didn't really have a specific position in mind. Um, so they kind of told me what was available. And one thing that really stood out to me was a cryptologic linguist. And um, that's essentially where you go to Monterey, California for a year and a half, uh, depending on the language that you are assigned to learn. And I did some research and I'm like, wow, that's a gorgeous area. Not sure if you've ever seen pictures of Big Sur, but wow. Um, and I'm like, you know, I could live in this beautiful area for, for a couple of years, learn another language. That sounds like an incredible opportunity. So I went there, um, I learned Korean. And while I was there, some recruiters came um, from the special operations community, specifically civil affairs and psychological operations. They gave a little presentation. And um, one of the things that really drew them to me was that not only could I utilize the language skills I was currently learning, um, but I would be able to 
utilized them in a way that seemed really fascinating to me. Um, essentially, I, I went with psychological operations, and essentially that's persuade, change, and influence, um, target audience interests and behaviors in support of U.S. objectives. And to me, that was just really fascinating. So, um, you know, I connected with the recruiters, uh, did all the training for it, and uh, yeah, after that, headed off to Fort Bragg, North Carolina to complete my training and become a part of psychological operations. You definitely had a very interesting career trajectory, for sure, working with people with mental illness, then joining the Army and learning Korean. Um, definitely a very unique experience. Thank you for sharing it with us. Oh, well, well thank you. It's it's still surprises me that I, um, you know, took on some of those endeavors, but I'm very glad that I did. So after you finished your service, why did you decide to apply for the MBA program at the Wisconsin School of Business? Yeah, so once I um, decided that, you know, I, I had had my time in the military and I was ready to take a step back from that, because um, I, I spent four years in psychological operations, but my career um, totaled about seven and a half years. And when you're in the, the military, when you get close to the 10-year mark, people generally make the decision of, you know, do I want to get out now or do I want to stay in for the full 20? And so I was nearing that point and decided that I wanted to see what was what else was out there. And um, I had some friends in the military who went on to pursue their MBAs. So I started looking at different programs. But my first area uh, regionally that I wanted to look at was Wisconsin because I hadn't been home in quite some time. And um, I know the you know, UW system is, is fantastic on a national level and uh, their school of business, especially the one here in Madison is exceptional. And so um, I, I also noticed that they had a specialization in strategic human resources uh, management. And that also stood out to me because when I thought about my experiences, I, it, it made sense to me. So as a mental health counselor, that involves a lot of rapport building, one-on-one -on -one problem solving, um, not only that, but collaborating with client treatment teams and families, um, all of which are very much at the core of human resources. And then my experience with psychological operations, that gave me a broad strategic overview of how large organizations approach uh, target audiences. And um, from a corporate standpoint, uh, strategic development and connecting with the employee workforce on a grand scale is, is also very much a part of HR. So I started to connect those dots um, in my head and uh, made sense to me. So I've been working on articulating that to you know, those I'm in school with and, and those potential employers. And um, you know, I'm getting good feedback. So I, I think it makes sense and I'm happy to pursue it. Glad to hear. Tell me uh, about some of the skills you gained during your time in the military that have translated to your role as an MBA student. Yeah, um, and the first one that comes to mind is fitness, which, you know, <laughs> might seem out of left field, but... Um, Mental fitness or physical uh, fitness? Well, specifically physical fitness, but that plays into the mental fitness aspect as well. Um, so I was never big into working out before I joined the Army, um, but once, you know, I had to, it was part of my job description, um, I learned that I really loved it, um, I really enjoyed it, and so once I left, I, it was something that was very near and dear to me, and I wanted to keep as a part of my daily regimen, and so I have, and I've found that when I am physically fit, and I get up in the morning and, and get a good workout in, you know, I'm mentally prepared for the day, and no matter what sort of, um, you know, coursework or challenges that might come my way academically, I, I feel much better prepared for them than I otherwise would. Um, additionally, 
a term that I've heard both in the army as well as in the MBA program is learning is like drinking from a fire hose. I absolutely had that experience in the military. And while it is present in the MBA program, um, in my opinion, they just don't compare. The army was, was much, uh, <laughs> there's a lot more water coming out of that fire hose than in the MBA program. So is it challenging? Absolutely. But am I prepared for it? Yes. Awesome. Well, when it comes to working out, there's plenty of great uh, recreation centers on campus and one right across from the business school as well. So, yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. I'm actually uh, just got certified as a personal trainer and I've been, uh, you know, I work out there and I also work there um, when I have some time. So it's a, it's a great facility for sure. Are there any challenges you have faced as a veteran returning to school to get your MBA? Um. Math, <laughs> um, but yeah, that's you know tough. that's <laughs> yeah, and that's not just because I'm a veteran. Like you know, math is something that I've kind of avoided um, throughout my academic career, to be honest. Um, so it's been a little challenging coming back and uh, relearning some of those concepts that I haven't used in a while. But the uh, support system is is there to be certain here at the Wisconsin School of Business. Um, you know, I've. I've I've worked hard, but I've had a lot of great support along the way. So despite it being a challenge, it's it's nothing that you know we can't overcome. What is the veteran community like at UW Madison? I would say that we're all very close knit. Um, we're also all super busy, so it's hard to find time to connect and, and schedule events that works with everyone's schedule. In fact, I often question if that's even possible. But um, we do our best and we we do really try to stay connected um, with each other and help each other out when possible. So one example of this is the MBA Veterans Club. Uh, we have our own student organization here where we set up events and try to connect with other MBA specializations and backgrounds, et cetera. But um, on a university level, it gets much broader. For example, the UW system has a veterans services organization that specifically helps veteran students, whether they're undergrads, graduates, um, you know, affiliates, whatever. Um, and they had a career fair recently that I attended. So that was a great opportunity for networking, not only with employers, but fellow peers. And there I met an undergrad representative um, from their MBA veterans or uh, from their undergrad MBA club. I had a representative from the JD Veterans Club uh, reach out to me. So we're trying to make connections there and just broaden the network overall. Uh, when it comes to the, uh, the veteran uh, services on campus, have you used any of their other resources at all? Um, I did go to one of their um, study sessions. So one of the services that they provide are quiet um, study areas for students, for veteran students to come and you know, connect with other veterans if they would like, or just have more space with which to do their homework and research, um, because, you know, that's not always available on such a huge campus, or such a busy campus, I should say, here at UW-Madison. Um, like, as I mentioned, the career fair is another aspect of that that they hold. And um, also, we were talking about the gym facility, uh, specifically uh, the Nicholas Recreation Center, aka the NIC. Um, where I both work out and work. The One of the directors there um, reached out to me as well as to the UW Veteran Services to create a veteran uh, and active duty um, workout session. 
So it's, it's just another example of how our school system is doing quite a bit um, to really connect with the veterans and offer them services that they might not find elsewhere. It definitely sounds like there's a lot of support then on campus for veterans, which is really great to hear. Absolutely. Yeah, like I've, I always can find activities and uh, people to connect with, services that are provided. Um, so it's all there. And a final question for today is what advice would you give other veterans interested in obtaining their MBA at the Wisconsin School of Business? Well, going back to the math, uh, the math aspect, which, you know, maybe that's just me, but, um, you know, the GRE and GMAT are two of the um, standardized tests that, you know, it changed a little bit because of COVID, but I think it's starting to go back to normal in terms that they're required to join the, or apply it's, for the MBA program. It's still optional at this point. Oh, okay. uh, so they have the option of submitting it or not for okay, well, uh, students who've graduated from a U.S. institution. Okay. Well, thank you for that clarification. Um, uh, so yeah, I mean, it's optional, so it's there to take it if you would like. Um, but yeah, prepping for that, I think even if you don't take it is a good way to prep for the MBA program. Um, also, I would highly encourage uh, veterans to look into military transition programs. Um, I myself attended one called the Honor Foundation, uh, which is geared a little bit more towards um, special operations veterans, but as they grow, they're, they're trying to include as many people as they can. And there are um, quite a few transition programs available to anyone who's been in the military. And that program really helped prepare me not only for the MBA, but also for my future occupation. Um, a lot of the concepts that they discussed and uh, skills that they taught us are applicable here at um, the Wisconsin School of Business and beyond. So would highly recommend veterans look into and participate if possible. Well, thank you so much for joining us for this episode today, James, and for sharing your experience. Yeah, well, thank you so much for having me, Libby. It was, uh, it was a pleasure and yeah, I appreciate it. And to all of our listeners, thank you for joining us for this episode of the Wisconsin School of Business MBA and Master's Programs Podcast. Have a great rest of your day and on Wisconsin. Wisconsin.